Who are your enemies? Doris Hernandez lost her son, Freddy, seven years ago when he was shot and killed on the streets of Chicago by an unknown assailant. By anyone's standards, her son's murderer is now her enemy. And it would be perfectly reasonable for her to wake up each morning filled with a burning desire for justice. And she does, but not the kind of justice we might imagine. Twice a month, Doris joins us here at Colby House to sit in circle with families who are affected by incarceration, whose loved ones are locked up. We listen as mothers talk about their sons being accused of horrific crimes, even murder. When Dory speaks, her message always centers on one thing, love. With her love for Freddie, she has opened her heart to all who are affected by violence, even those pulling the trigger. She's come to think of them, including her son's own murderer, as her own children. She is building an alternative justice, a higher justice, one that seems more in line with God's plan for humanity. It is this justice that Jesus illuminates in this week's gospel. He begins by critiquing the old law of an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. To modern ears, the old law seems like an extremely harsh system of punishment. But we misinterpret. It was meant to be a guide so that punishments would be proportional to the wrong committed and not in excess. It was a reasonable way to administer consequences to laws broken. But in this passage, Jesus is calling us to something deeper than reasonable. Turn the other cheek. Walk two miles. Give not just your outer garment, but your inner garment as well. With these examples, Jesus is not encouraging us to roll over and be used by our enemies. Rather, he is calling us to love. He is calling us to radical, creative, nonviolent love that strips the oppressor of control, restores the dignity of the one oppressed, and opens the door to a transformation of the relationship. We are all called to practice this type of justice in our everyday lives, to love those who we consider to be our personal enemies. But we can also apply it to structures in our society, including the structure of incarceration. In the United States, incarceration has become the punishment to keep those who we judge to be our enemies out of our communities. How can we apply Jesus's vision to the system of criminal justice and incarceration. Beyond correcting the grave injustices that exist in the current system, especially against people of color, answering Jesus's call would completely transform the way that justice is administered in our country. A growing consensus of voices around the world, including within the Catholic Church, and us here at Colby House, are promoting a system called restorative justice. Restorative justice shifts the focus from punishment to healing. 
Healing means that the process cannot focus only on punishment of wrongdoers, but must be deeply rooted in an understanding of the harm that was caused, so that consequences can be agreed upon that will actually address that harm. Restorative justice also emphasizes the importance of community, which means that we all have a part to play. Peace circles, restorative courts, relationships with those who are incarcerated and their families and those who have completed their sentences, even changes in the way we talk about people who have committed crimes as if they were villains. These are some places to start. These are some ways to bring together the accused, victims, families, and communities in dialogues that will lead to accountability, healing, and safer, healthier communities. This approach to justice comes closer, not only to the vision that Jesus expresses, but also to the law handed over to Moses in the first reading, to not seek revenge, but rather to love, to transform our enemies into neighbors. This type of justice practices the goodness and, and mercy of God that is expressed in the psalm. And this type of justice leans toward the godly foolishness that St. Paul invites us to in the second reading. It is this foolishness that, that empowers a grieving mother to act out of love for her son's murderer that empowers us to turn the other cheek, to walk two miles. Yes, Jesus is calling us to an alternative justice, to a higher justice, one that is deeper than reason, and one that sets our hearts on fire with a love that allows us to look at an enemy and see instead a brother or sister.